But they brought back Rust, one of the most famous. There's a fucking cat in my room. Do you own a cat? I do. Hold on. Okay. I was like, is this just a random cat? Welcome back to the grind season. This will be our first official episode. I'm your host, Farron. And I'm your co-host, Cosmic Kate. We got some great feedback over the last couple of days after we released our pilot episode. Yeah, a lot of people really sent a lot of cool feedback. A lot of people enjoyed it, which I don't know how you couldn't enjoy an eight-minute ad read, which is <laughs> pretty eh, It was okay. It definitely gave an insight to what people were expecting. And we got a lot of feedback on the presentation of it and even got to see what platforms were preferred by a lot of people who were interested in the podcast, which we have some good news. We are now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Those are our main three platforms that we're going to be uploading to every Friday morning. You can pretty much find us anywhere you can listen to podcasts, but those three are where it's at. And you can find us on YouTube as well, uh, but we will be focusing the main audio podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Google. <laughs> what is some other feedback that we got? The uh, Everybody loved the cut. The fact that that was a blooper and we added that in anyways yes. when your cat jumped up on your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they loved the, the G Fuel thing. I don't know, they like the fact that we're going to release info from the Eastern Media side at the end. We're going to have a little segment every podcast and I think it'll be helpful because not everybody can make the meeting and not everybody can sift through a 50 minute VOD to find the pertinent information. So this is going to be your one-stop shop, your destination for some top tier content. Get to know us, get to know some of our amazing guests, which we already have quite a few lined up ready to go. Elon Musk, we see you. We know you want to be on the podcast, but you just got to give us some time. We got to pencil you in somewhere, but uh, we've got a pretty long list. There was a, a tweet that I put out today saying like your third at has to get you something from the capsule two drop and someone I saw their fourth at, which I was about to say your fourth at has to get you something. Their fourth at was Elon Musk. Like that would have been Elon Musk might have seen our tweet. <laughs> <laughs> There's a possibility he could have seen it, <laughs> but no such luck. Another fun thing about this podcast, other than your EMGG updates and meeting some of our amazing guests, you're going to have to, unfortunately, and maybe fortunately, get to know us. Oh, do we have to? Um, I mean... We probably should. Yeah. We're just mysterious voices for some random streamers for most. I guess you go first. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Kate. Where you're from, how you got into gaming, content creation. Give me the spiel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So cool. I am born and raised in Chicago, Illinois, and I most recently moved to Houston, Texas. And the, the whole story behind that, I guess I'll kind of explain, but I got into like Twitch and gaming around four and a half years ago. That's when I kind of like took a game seriously. Before that, it was miscellaneous games as a kid, but my parents weren't very fond of video games. So we didn't really have access to video games unless we were at a friend's house, cousin's house, something like that. But what was the very first console that you played on? A PS2, but it was my dad's. My brother and I would sneak onto the PS2 and play Grand Theft Auto. And we basically played it as like, a, my brother and I played it as a driving game 
<laughs> we would time it with a timer and be like, who can last the longest without getting caught on five stars? Like that was what we did. I learned to play league before I went away to school. Like I kind of got the grasp of it. The thing that pulled me in was I saw the artwork for some of the skins and it was the Oriana like winter skin that I remember. I was like, what is this game? What is this about? It looks beautiful. And so a friend of mine got me into it. And then when I went away to school, I had a friend whose boyfriend was in a fraternity and they would have like LAN parties all the time at their fraternity house. So when my friend and I were just kind of like there hanging out anyways, I was like, fuck, I'll, I'll bring my laptop and I'll teach me how to play league. And we would play comp and the internet sucked, but we did it anyways. And it was probably the most fun I had playing league. Honestly, haven't really played it since. But <laughs> when I came home from school uh, about a year after that, I started streaming and getting into all that. And it was kind of like a like a getaway for me, like an escape. I was going through some rough shit around that time. And that was my thing at the time. Didn't really do too much. I streamed League like on and off. I remember I took like a six month hiatus at one point, but that's just because it wasn't super interesting to me. I just did it because I saw a YouTuber do it. I was like, oh, I'll stream to two people. Cool. <laughs> and then I got involved. Like I found a streamer and I got involved in their community. And then I started running their community. And then we built like our own little like stream team community, which was really cool. And that was my introductory to esports is I made a friend who was in an org and then I applied to that org as a stream team manager because that's pretty much what I was already doing as like a community manager for this community that I grew. I literally built this streamer from 300 followers to 3,000 followers on my own with the help of the community, but I built that community. Wow. So I kind of took those skills that I already had, put it into an org, got recruited as a stream team manager, worked my way up through multiple positions. A few years later, here I am at EMGG kind of continuing to build my repertoire of crap that I'm capable of doing. I'm not a person who's really good at a few things. I'm mediocre at a lot. You do good things. You're, I feel like you're selling yourself short a little bit. You, uh, you've already gotten a lot of good feedback with Eastern Media. We didn't really have a, a positive post thing to look forward to until you came along in the mornings. I mean, every morning I wake up to get ready to go for work. There's something on the Eastern Media that's like, I'm going to have a lot better day now. Of course, you see all the members, like, they're going through shit. Like, we're all humans. We're all dealing with different things. And I noticed that when I tweeted one thing that was, like, a positive quote, A, it did really well because people love seeing that shit. It makes them feel good. But it also got a lot of feedback of, this made me feel a lot better today. This was a great start to my day. I had people reaching out to me being like, thank you for that. Like, it actually made a difference. And so I have a scheduled tweet every morning to go out of inspirational quotes that can hopefully help kickstart your day to be a little better than it might have been without it. No, it definitely does. I mean, it's kind of hard to have a negative day when the very first thing you see when you open up your phone in the morning is something positive. So it's definitely, definitely a good thing to have. Yeah, and I've had people reach out to me too with positive quotes to contribute to. Like, like hey, if you run out of anything, like, here you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh shit, oh, nice. thank you. Yeah. So definitely not alone. And uh, I look forward to being able to continue to do that as well as experiment with other positive things because it makes myself feel good. And I definitely see it making an impact for our members and just followers in general. So where did you kind of get your start in gaming? How did this all begin for you? 
Oh my goodness. So I guess we could bring it all the way back to my very first console, I guess. I was living in Louisiana. I had two brothers and a sister and my dad had got us the original Xbox console and it was the old big cinder block Xbox console that you had to like twist the connectors for the controllers together to get them to come together. And we only had one game. We had the original, I'm pretty sure it was the original Halo. I can't remember if it was Halo 1 or Halo 2. And there was an online for it and that was what got us kind of rolling into gaming was playing online halo and then it just kind of like segued into more online halo like when halo 2 came out and like back in the days where you could rocket jump and i remember an, a map called ascension that's like the only map i remember so if anybody knows what map that was from if that was from halo 1 or halo 2 because that was one of the very first maps i ever played was ascension also like going over to my aunt's house she lived in branson missouri in Sodar City, I believe. And she had a, a Sega Genesis where we would play Sonic the Hedgehog on and and it segued into there. And I kind of really didn't I didn't take a content creator interest until later on in life, but I was definitely a gamer all throughout grade school and high school, playing like competitive game battles matches on the original Modern Warfare. Back when hacking was a huge thing back then for some reason, you have to make your team, your other team that you're competing against, go to your dashboard and we have to see that you're on your dashboard and come back. That way we know you're not hacking. And just that world was insane then. And then kind of moving on into competitive uh, after that. And then they did the, they remade the original Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Remastered. And I didn't, at the time, have an interest in content creation and one of my friends had introduced me to twitch and uh i was playing modern warfare remaster at the time and that's when i met the very first streamer i ever even followed on twitch a lot of people that are in my community will know him as well geo he was a smaller streamer back then and i just wanted somebody that i could kind of like talk to and that would interact with chat and so i looked for somebody that was lower on the list for the game met him we clicked almost immediately and uh, we ended up playing and he was like one of the big inspirations for me to be a content creator because I saw I saw how he enjoyed it and I enjoyed being a part of it and so that's kind of where I took interest in being a streamer and and I'm not a big streamer by any means but I mean I, I absolutely love it now and as far as we go now I mean kind of trying to do it I would love to do it full-time at some point in my life uh, I know I'm super far away from that but it's definitely a goal I mean I don't know who wouldn't want to be able to play video games and hang out with their online friends for a job and we kind of have almost complete opposite backgrounds when it comes to gaming, at least. Like, you, you've been playing video games since you were spawned. And then you got into the content creation, all the online presence and everything. And mine was nearly the reverse. Like, I had some exposure to video games, but I was doing all of the community and the online stuff and then started playing more video <laughs> games, which has been great because learning from other people, there's, I didn't realize how many different genres there are of video games and different personalities that come with that genre. Like you're talking about Halo. I've not once touched a single Halo game. I think I oh got Halo. Is there a fourth one? I, I, I got a Halo with my Xbox 360 and it's still sealed. There's uh, probably over 10 Halos. Oh, shit. I mean, there was Halo. You have Halo 1, you have Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo 4, Halo ODST, Halo Ghost, Halo Wars, which is like a, a, I don't even, it's not really a, it's not a first-person shooter. You're like from above the map and you like send troops across and you build up bases. And it's kind of, it's weird. I never really got into Halo Wars. But there was a huge community behind that as well. And now you have Halo 5. They just relaunched everything on the PC with the MCC. It's huge. It's a huge world. I never really got into the community of Halo, but it was it was the first I know for a fact it was the first multiplayer game I ever played. 
I'm real behind. And I got the whatever copy I have. I was like, well, I need to start at the first one. And I just never got there. And it just kept going. It's like when there's a TV show and it's like, oh, we're only on season three. Like, you can kind of catch up. And then by time you're like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I'll do that. They're on season eight. Yeah. Like, okay. No, well, not really catching up at that point. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of games, on our pilot, we talked about Fortnite for mm-hmm. a little bit. And you seem to take a very strong opinion against Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So to my surprise, when I logged on to Twitch the other day and see you playing Fortnite with Vron and Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you would you like to explain that? Um, so the only time I ever have enjoyed Fortnite is when I'm playing with friends. And I started I didn't have Epic Games installed. I didn't have Fortnite installed, like none of that. It's it was all gone because I didn't care about it. And I still, I'm not the biggest fan of Fortnite and its communities and all that jazz. And the launch pads. And the fucking launch pads. <laughs> but <laughs> they were like, yeah, we're playing Fortnite. And I was like, all right, bet I have errands to run. I'm done working in a bit. I'll install it. Because I, I don't know. I haven't been able to play with friends in a long time with the, with the move and everything that we've been doing i legitimately i don't think i've played a multiplayer game in a while so i did and i had so much freaking fun but i i don't think i would ever play a solo fortnite game ever Ah, same (laughs) i can play fortnite but it has to be with friends yeah like the skins are cool i appreciate the skins wholeheartedly i mean that's what literally skins and dances (laughs) (laughs) yes so when you said that i was seeing frosty default dancing in my head anyway <laughs> yeah i i respect fortnite but it's not for me i guess it's fun with with friends games with friends i'm down anytime i recently learned to play dead by daylight to the point where i was playing a few games solo and i didn't hate my life so that was fun that is one of the one games that i see so many like uh, so many of our friends and my friends playing that i just i have no interest in it Really? Well, I played Friday the 13th when it was at its peak before it had all those legal issues because they didn't have permission really to use any of the name or any of that. But it was doing really well. And that's back when I started making a lot of my online friends originally was through Friday the 13th. It was the most fun game ever, but then it pretty much got shut down. And so Dead by Daylight is kind of like the same premises where you're a bunch of people trying to escape this killer and you have to there's objectives and you got to heal each other and do all these crazy things. And it was very confusing for me to learn going from one game to this, that they're similar, but also very different. But I recently learned how to play the game and it's a lot of fun. So you just straight up have no interest like whatsoever. I don't know. It seems like it's the same thing that you do over and over and over again. I don't know. Maybe I'll download it. Try it out. Do it. Because it's actually, that's what I thought. And that's kind of how Friday the 13th was. It was very repetitive. But Dead by Daylight, the perks are for each person or different every game the killers are different like the way that they i don't know it's a completely different experience every game though and it's a lot of fun with friends like solo it was fine it was okay i was more grinding just to like get leveled up but with friends it's i i scream i legitimately am screaming in my whole house and nick is wondering if i'm okay like (laughs) it's so fun i'll give it a try i'm down to play a game i'll try anything once You've probably heard me talking crap about Apex in the past, and mm-hmm. Moosey actually got me wanting to play Apex again. So season four just came out, and I downloaded Apex the other day. Then 
found out that me and Moosey couldn't even play together because I wasn't level 10 yet. So I've been solo grinding Apex to get to level 10. That way we could play ranked together. So I'm actually kind of enjoying it. I did not enjoy it at all season one, at all season two. And then I just completely gave up. And for some reason, I now have Apex downloaded again. Yeah, Apex is an interesting game with, like, I don't know too much about it, but I saw the trailer for the new season with that new character and his storyline, like, love lore so much, especially, like, from Overwatch, right? Like, Overwatch lore, any character lore ever, I'm all about. Like, the character art, their their background stories, anything, I love it. <laughs> so, this new character, his whole situation, like, I don't even understand completely what was going on. But that was the most intriguing part is it got my attention and I was wanting more. Isn't it enough for me to want to play the game? Probably not. But I'm I'm enjoying watching the gameplay. Do you play Call of Duty? Um, I played Call of Duty on the Xbox with my brother exclusively zombies. Like I don't want to play the normal anything. It, if there's a zombie, I'm down pretty much. So anytime there's a new Call of Duty, I'm like, as long as the zombies is okay, like I'll play it. But right. I guess that hasn't been the case for a while. Yeah, there I don't there really hasn't in my opinion been a good Call of Duty in the last 5 years at least. But I just know that Call of Duty is super hyped up right now because they just I mean, we're starting season 2, I believe today. They released some uh, classified game mode on the main screen now, so everybody's wondering is that the BR coming? Uh they're kind of teasing that. I don't I just don't know. The the launch was they had a lot of issues especially with competitive teams where I mean, I played at the launch of Call of Duty, played for maybe two weeks and completely stopped. There's just so many things that, in my opinion, need to be fixed. There's no Dead Silence perk, so competitive was kind of weird where you have to get Dead Silence. You have to get it like later on in the match. I don't know. It's just it's weird. But they brought back Rust, one of the most famous. There's a fucking cat in my room. Do you own a cat? I do. Hold on. Oh, okay. I was like, is this just a random? I don't know how long that cat has been in my room, but I heard a meow and I looked up and thought it was your cat oh. trying to make another uh, <laughs> appearance. Not this time. The door is closed. We're safe. Just look over my cat standing at the door looking at me. Well, the way you said it, you made it sound like just like a miscellaneous cat from just the a random outside cat world. In my room. Like, don't mind me. I'll be right back. Like, There's a cat. I'm like, do you own one? <laughs> Sorry. Can you explain, because I have a lot of like mutual followers, like friends that I follow on Twitter that have been tweeting about the whole Call of Duty whateverness that was mm -hmm. talked about today. Like, what is that? I don't understand. So there's different seasons, just like in any of the other games. They're kind of following suit with having a season and then a battle pass. You level up your battle pass and then they, they just released season two today. And so they're doing like a couple new guns, a couple new maps uh, for like ground war. They brought back um, one of the most I, I would say one of the most famous maps of all time from Modern Warfare 2, Rust. They re they, it looks like they kind of resized it. I was taking a peek at it after it went live. There's a lot of streamers that were playing it. It looks great. I mean, it looks it looks absolutely great. There's just the nostalgia of being able to play a map from an older Call of Duty that everybody loved. And then there's a couple new, uh, like, ground war maps. So the ground war maps are huge. They're trying to make them to where it's 100 versus 100 size maps. So those maps are enormous. Holy crap. That sounds like a camper's nightmare. Yeah, I mean, if you ever played Battlefield, the newer Battlefield games. Nope. <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, the shooter games, quote, shooter games aren't really something that I enjoy playing. Uh, it's mostly because I'm not good at it, but I never really was into like the whole Call of Duty and all of the, the shooty type things. We'll Especially. give you a pass on this one. Thank you. I appreciate it. If, hey, if there's zombies, I'm down. 
That's my uh, oh, stipulation. Oh, oh, hey, before I forget. Yeah. We were just talking about cat. Yeah. My cat. Yeah. Did you know that yesterday was the 80th anniversary of Tom and Jerry? What the fuck? This shit came out in the 40s. 1940. Oh, shit. Okay. Their names were not even Tom and Jerry originally. What? what? I only know it was... of it being Tom and Jerry. Yeah, same. Uh, apparently, it used to be called Jasper and Jinx. That's not catchy at all. No, I'm glad they made it Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Tom and Jerry is like a household name for God. I don't know how many generations because I remember watching it. Like I, I grew up watching like old school Boomerang, which Cartoon Network hosted Boomerang. It was like old, like the Flintstones, the Jetsons, McGilla Gorilla, Yogi Bear, all of that. It's got all the old shows. Okay. I guess that was one of the only Boomerang shows that I watched then because I was more of like a Looney Tunes guy. Were you more of a disregarding boomerang because that's it's it's like an older generation of cartoons talking about like our generation of cartoons were you more of a Disney Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network kind of kid Ooh it depends on the year um so like further back i would say it would be wherever like all the looney tunes came on um within a little bit fast forward you get into like the Nickelodeon Rocket Power, uh, <gasps> Rugrats. Yes. Like, Rocket Power was one of my all-time favorite TV shows growing up. Yeah, as so, a kid. it was Nickelodeon, yeah. Yeah, Rocket I was, was huge. So like, that's what made me want to chase, like, a career in action sports was that TV show. Really? Yo, boogity woogity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mundo. Boogity woogity woogity. <laughs> I was more of a... I guess kind of, yeah, it depends on the year because I did, you know, the typical, of course, Hannah Montana. I like the. Ooh, I was a big Hannah Montana fan. Hannah Montana is honestly a treasure, a national treasure. iCarly. I was singing the iCarly theme song all day yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) And don't ask me why I know all the words. (laughs) It's just just one of those things that's in your head forever. Um, TV will never be as good as it used to be. Oh, 100%. The shows they have now, they're the strangest things I've ever seen. They're, first of all, always wearing outfits that I've never seen a single human being ever wear. (laughs) Like, do you know what I'm talking? Especially the Disney shows. They're just wearing these extravagant outfits. All right, this is like a thing I feel very very personally about, and I'm not going to drag you into it. (laughs) (laughs) You're just looking at me like, I don't know about that. Yeah, what the hell are you talking about, woman? Did you watch Even Stevens? I did. Okay. That was a Disney show, I believe. Yeah. Fairly Odd Parents, Ike Harley, Jimmy Neutron was one of the big ones. Oh. Jimmy Coon. And Josh. (laughs) Drake and Josh was so beyond its time. The greatest TV show of my childhood. I take back Rocket Power. It was 110% Drake and Josh. Yeah, I kind of, I think around that time, we were probably at an age where we were very influenced by things and i think it was a very transitional period <laughs> where yeah. you're learning all sorts of interesting things and watching back especially drake and josh they have some references that i did not understand when i was <laughs> that's like subliminal messaging that they put in childhood tv shows that this the child is never supposed to understand but then when the child grows up they're like oh you sick bastards you were putting some things in our head back then that we didn't understand mm-hmm. and the, i think the biggest culprit or at least one that gets called out for this all the time is spongebob and if somebody oh, openly yeah. quotes spongebob to me we instantly have a connection yeah spongebob's dirty 
like, if you want, if you, I'm 20, I'm about to be 24 in a couple of months. If I go back to watch a SpongeBob episode, I'm like, my mind is in the gutter. I'm like, holy shit, these guys were not putting out childhood TV shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you could bring a TV show back, but remaster it, if it was an all new, like new cast, new people, like kind of how they're bringing back old movies from back in the day that, mm-hmm. we, that we had as a childhood, well, what would be your show that you'd bring back? So if it were to be done the right way, which pleasing everybody would be hard because it's the biggest thing when they bring things back like that is there's nah, always... Fuck this is for you. Not anybody else. This is for you. <laughs> Everybody's pissed off. I'm trying to think. All the ones that I can think of have already been brought back in a sense or have been rumored to come back. Like Lizzie McGuire. I 100%. I loved that show and I would love to see that character at the age she would be if it were today. But they're rumored to have been doing like in the process of that already. So I, like I kind of I guess oh I didn't know was, that. Yeah, I guess there have been issues with like contracts and stuff. But it's like original cast as far as the public is aware. It's original cast. Like pretty much everybody's on board. Lizzie McGuire okay. coming back, but it's on hold. Something happened. I don't know. But that's that's the show that I would want to see. Like, where is Lizzie now? What is she doing? How is she living her best life? Is she with? The boy of her dreams that she could not stop thinking about in high school. I don't know. Are her and Miranda still friends? Are her and Gordo together? I need to know these things. It's 2020. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I would probably bring back Drake and Josh, to be honest. <laughs> Can you picture like grown-ass Miranda Cosgrove calling Drake and Josh boobs in A 2020? Boob. <laughs> <laughs> you boob. <laughs> But Drake and Josh have some like IRL beef. Like when Drake got married, Josh wasn't invited to the wedding and there was some shit that went, yeah. So I know Josh Peck is really good friends with David Dobrik now. And I think I saw a video on David Dobrik's channel of like Josh and Miranda meeting for the first time since they recorded. Mm -hmm. And and he's like, I'm sorry for not inviting you to my wedding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I don't know if I'd be able to like not do that. I mean, they grew up together. So I feel like it's obligatory. But then again, I don't know their lives. It is what it is. But yeah, I'd definitely bring back that. Like an, a grown-up Josh Peck with uh, Drake. What was his name? Drake Bell mm-hmm. and Miranda Cosgrove. Come back with your kids or something. And your kids are the, the Drake and Josh or something. I don't know. Right. Well, you know who I'm most curious from that show to see where they are today? Like in, in the show's perspective? Uh, Crazy Steve. What's he doing? Oh, What's he up my to? goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Crazy. Crazy Steve. He's funny. I think he had some like cameos and stuff, but other than that, I don't know what he's doing. But I would love to see where Crazy Steve is at. Is he still working at the movie theater? Is he still <laughs> yelling at people for no reason? Did he get his life together? Does he have a family? Does he live in a box? I don't know. Oh, oh, another one. I don't know if you heard about this or not. Oh, you're not a Harry Potter fan. Never mind. I know of like the harry potter universe and the fandom and i know a lot of the inside like jokes just because i have friends who are very into harry potter but i personally am not you told me you've seen how many harry potters over the years i've seen the first three or four but i don't know like i can't tell you the storyline of like what happened but i know the Mm. gist of the storyline sort of Mm, mm, mm. not enough not enough to pass but I also tried uh, so watching... in other news, we are looking for a new co-host for the grind <laughs> season. They're remaking Harry Potter, like with the original cast. They're bringing back the original cast, and like they're sending their kids off to Hogwarts. But then again, you don't care about Harry Potter, so we'll move on from this. 
Um, and well, like I said, remaking new it. it's co-host. a store. It's part of, isn't that a book that she's writing is like, I don't know. I never read the books. They're like 9,000 pages long. And I never could get into that. And there was always that weird kid in class that read every single one of them. Shout out to you. Just you just looked at me like you were that kid. No, I liked okay. reading, but I never read Harry Potter. Okay. But I definitely know, like, shout out to the, hey, if you're the kid that read Harry Potter in fourth grade and you read all the books religiously, shout out to you. Cause I, I still love you. That was not a shot at you. <laughs> that fucking weirdo that bought all the weird bookmarks from the Scholastic Book Fair. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. We still love you. Speaking of, like, the Scholastic Book Fair, that's how I first learned about Halo. Because there were, what? yeah, there were these two kids. One of them was a grade above, but they were best friends. And at the Scholastic Book Fair, they were geeking over a Halo poster. And I was like, what is that? Like, explain it to me. And they're like, oh, it's like aliens. And like, I, I, I lost it at the, the word posters. aliens. Yeah, they That's lost their shit at a poster. I would always spend money on at the book fair was the posters. I never actually spent money on books. Oh, my God. Every year I would buy the Ripley's, believe it or not. I'm into weird shit That like was that, the I expensive guess. ass book, though. It was like $40 book. Why? Is that just one every year? It was like the one thing I would like save my money up for for this glass of book fair. My mom's like, here's a paperclip and 75 cents. Have fun at the book fair today. <laughs> like, thanks, mom. I'll grab some fucking erasers from the <laughs> 10 cent bucket. There was always those kids too. Like their mom was like part of the PTA and like they would have all sorts of fun goodies. Their mom was working the book fair. She'd be there Bought and like the hand them a store. $50 bill. Yeah. And like go, go wild. That was the, that was the Halo kid. He bought his Halo poster. And he was very excited. And I didn't understand. It's about aliens. Okay. Sounds fun. Aliens and, and Marines, I think, or something like that. Oh, God. I don't USMCs. Know. I don't know the last time, because I don't really, like, watch shows anymore. I do occasionally. Like, I'll catch up on something on, like, Hulu or Netflix. But that's not, like, something I'm religiously doing like I used to. I'm more of a... I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. But most of my content that I consume is on YouTube. I'm the same way. Yeah, and I don't know I if mean, it's I like just a normal thing or if it's... Because... I would say in today's age, it's definitely a normal thing. I think most people have a certain amount of people that they follow on YouTube religiously and they just like kind of look forward to those uploads every week. There's one YouTuber in particular that I have been following religiously since middle school. Pretty much the dawn of time of YouTube. I'm sure everybody knows who Jenna Marbles is. I freaking love her to death. And she used Who's to... That? You know? Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Okay. So she originally got started doing like these rant videos where she she was the blonde chick with a lot of makeup on, like sitting with a Spider-Man poster behind her. And she would just rant about life, about like shitty, weird situations that were relatable. And she had like this Boston accent. So she was like was very relatable. And over time, she's just kind of turned into doing whatever the fuck she wants. And I love it so much. Her and her boyfriend have a podcast. They also, they Twitch stream. They're PUBG partners. They they do all sorts of stuff. So they're... Holy shit. She has 20 million subscribers. Yeah, she's been around since like, not Smosh. Smosh was way before her. So she's been around for a while. And she's probably one of the very, very, very few that have evolved with the platform and is still doing really well. And even her, tw- watch- her Twitch streams, yeah. like they do fantastic. I watch a lot of like, are youtubers i'm sure that nick is probably the same way but like other than carve youtubers like cletus mcfarland and the 1320 crew i just felt like david dobrik i didn't even know who david dobrik was until like two months ago really um 
I found out who David Dobrik was because of something he kept on post. I saw this picture of a white Tesla. It's like I'm picking one random person to win this. That's white Tesla how you found blew. out. That's how I found out who David Dobrik was. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And so I finally looked it up, and I was like, ah, that's just another YouTuber. No, he got started on one- Vine. I know. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I watched one video, and I w- it was game over. Game over. Entertaining. Like now I listen to his podcast views. I listen to Jason Nash's stuff. I watch all of them, and I get pissed if I wake up and there's not a David Dobrik video or podcast uploaded. He makes some solid addicted. content. Him and majority of his circle, I guess you, the yeah, vlog their whole squad. little vlog squad yeah, is like they all, all viners. Create, I had no idea. They all create content, but they all create such different content too. Like it's all pretty much the same when they're together, but they each individually do something kind of different, which I like because like you have like. Carly and Aaron, I don't know if you know much about them, but they have... Oh, yeah, they're goddesses, both of them. They are, but they're just living their best life, doing their own thing. And then you have Heath and Zane, just... (laughs) Have have you listened to their podcast yet? Yes, Unfiltered is hilarious. (laughs) I love it so much. It's just, they have all sorts of different personalities in that group, but they mesh so well together. They're doing well. That's great. That would be like the ultimate goal to be able to just have a team of friends that created content that successfully and you'll all live together and just hang out every day. Mm-hmm. Life goals, son. Well, I don't know how well I'd be able to sustain living with a bunch of content creators. I feel like I can get I kind mean, of you're draining. I mean, you're a millionaire. That's true. Go buy your own damn house. Yeah. Get out of mine. I'm on the East Wing. You're on the West. Because <laughs> like, usually when I'm streaming, I'm yelling and screaming. And Nick kind of does the same, depending. We had a one-bedroom apartment, and our desks were facing each other. And so, Ooh. yeah. And the farthest we could get, we, both our mics, no matter what we did, we could still pick each other up. And the internet wasn't great. It was terrible. So it was like... If I'm working, he's streaming. If he's working, I'm streaming. But we could never kind of like be on our computers doing something different. We had to be doing it together. But now we have our own separate little offices. He can stream. I can stream. I can work. Like I can sit here and yell and it doesn't bother him too much. But I can't imagine doing that with more than one person. Yeah, no, that's not. I couldn't never sit right staring at somebody doing my own thing. I'd have to have my own room or something. Yeah, and it doesn't help. My I have Audio-Technica headphones and they're noise canceling they're, they're meant for like music so they're great audio quality but it blocks everything out so when i'm talking i'm yelling and i don't even realize it <laughs> we don't really have that luxury but emgg is full of everybody creating content which is that's probably oh, as close oh, as we can get world. across the world it's insane i didn't even know like i'll go into someone's stream and they have an accent i'm like where the heck are you from <laughs> Yeah, or you say good night to somebody, and they're like, "Well, good morning." I'm like, where the hell are you at? <laughs> Australia. We have people in Australia. We have people in New Zealand. We have people in Europe. We have a lot of Canadians. A lot of Canadians. Yeah, I didn't even realize how all over the world EMGG was. But with having a bunch of people all over the world, that makes it kind of hard to coordinate like a single time for events, right? Because everybody's trying to do community nights. There was a movie night this past week and just people being all over the world. It's hard to coordinate that stuff. So it's kind of why we're wanting to do a podcast or at least including EMGG updates is because it's your singular space for all your fun little updates. If you missed something or you just want a refresher on what's going on, you can listen at your leisure. We're here for you every Friday. Yeah. And for the most part, people (laughs) even being in different time zones and stuff, like when we had the meetings in Discord, you'd have the people that are in like 
it's like five o'clock in the morning for them, but it's nine o'clock at night for most of us. And they're still in the meeting, getting all the info. Um, but that's one of the reasons we wanted to do the segment at kind of like the end of the podcast, cap the important information from the meetings and uh, some of the important information that some of the directors and team leaders needed to get out. And even updated stuff that maybe wasn't said at the meeting, which we most of the time we should have some exclusive details for you. Which let me tell you, we have some juicy stuff today. Oh, the merch drop. Yeah. As you are listening to this now, should be live. Eastern Media is releasing the hearts drop. Happy Valentine's Day from Eastern Media. Uh, we are releasing four hoodies. We have a light pink, baby blue, white, and red. And all four of those hoodies have the white Eastern Media GG logo on the front. Yeah, they look really clean. I, I know Zim and Guru have been slowly leaking <laughs> images and videos of these things. But we're here to tell you that it is live now. So you can go ahead and purchase those at easternmediagg.com forward slash H-R-T-S. It's just an abbreviation for hearts. We're just missing some yep. vowels. No big deal. That's right. easternmediagg.com slash hearts. And another thing that we can release now uh, that has not been released, you're hearing it here first on the Grind Season podcast, is Capsule 2. A lot of y'all may have seen Zim releasing a date in the last couple days on Twitter. Capsule 2 drop will be releasing on February 28th. And from what we've been hearing and possibly told, can't tell you quite yet, but there's some spicy stuff in that drop. I can't tell y'all what it is in the drop, but I have seen a couple of the items. And if you thought Capsule 1 was good, oh, Capsule 2 is spicy. Guru is doing, he's absolutely killing it. He is. Absolutely killing it. On the community side of things, we have a few little updates there have been some announcements posted in the Discord server for members and anyone in there that's wanting to participate with the community. There are feedback forms available. So if you have any ideas of what you would want or any sort of feedback for what they've done in the past, what you want to happen in the future, go ahead and submit that. There's going to be a new feedback form every other month or so. So it'll be something fresh. They're constantly looking at ideas. And I know the team is already looking at some of that feedback and planning around that, which is really cool that they're being really proactive with that. And I'm excited to see what kind of comes of it. Yeah, I had a discussion with Condor uh, the other day where they are, you said that right, they're going to do it every other month for the feedback. And then the month after the feedback, they're going to do like they're going to be working on the things directly in that. Should uh, we we'll definitely look into what everybody has to say, uh, what they feel like can make it better, and we'll see uh, see where it goes from there. And actually, one of those pieces of feedback from the community was that you guys want more tournaments. So March seventh, nine p.m. Eastern on the Eastern Media GG Twitch channel, there's going to be a three v three Call of Duty gunfight tournament. Yeah, and for those that may have missed the first gunfight tournament we did, the very first one was a two v two. This one is going to be, it's going to be streamed on the Twitch channel. It's possibly going to be streamed on the Mixer channel. We're going to have uh, casters. There's going to be casters uh, commentating over the event the entire time. And uh, there may or may not be a prize for the first place winners. To be announced, but I might we'll have heard otherwise. That. We may have heard something about a prize for the winners. So speaking of a prize, when it comes to events, 
something that is one of my favorites for a community, an org, any group of people coming together and doing something. I love, 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 love charity events. And everybody's a winner in a charity event, especially the charity. But just being involved in it, you learn so much. So through the end of March, Eastern Media GG will be supporting Gamers Outreach, which is a charity organization that supports hospitals and children in hospitals with equipment, technology, and software to help young patients cope with treatment. Have you heard of Gamers Outreach before, Farron? Yes. Uh, so basically they pull in the money from the charity and what they do is they make little, uh, they, I think they call them go-karts. Mm-hmm. And it's like a it's like a cart that they can bring around to uh, to these children that are in these hospitals that are more like of long stay patients. And they have like a console on them. They may have like an Xbox or a PS4. And they've got a headset and controllers and stuff. So these are for kids that are basically like living their lives in hospitals. Uh, it gives them a way to be able to cope with their treatment. You know, no kid wants to just sit in their hospital bed and not have anything to do, just stare at a TV the entire time. So they get the online interaction with other friends. They need to play some video games that they want to. And it really means a lot to me that we're doing this because well, a lot of people don't know that I spent a lot of my childhood in Riley's Children's Hospital and we didn't have anything like that. We didn't, we know I sat in a hospital room and stared at a TV and then every once in a while you may get to go down to like the community game room and play like one video game and have like five minutes. But to be able to have a cart that is brought to you in your, in the privacy of your own room that you can use to play, this is huge. The fact that they're doing this is, it's absolutely huge. We are doing a uh, team live stream. It's going to be a streamathon. I think it's between 48 and 72 hours long. Uh, and they're going to raise money in support of Gamers Outreach. And that's going to be the last weekend of March, uh, the 27th through the 29th. And once again, that's on the ENGG Twitch page. And then there's going to be some other streamers that are participating in the Gamers Outreach uh, streaming and raising money that also goes to the same place. It'll be awesome to see EMGG come together for such a great cause. It's another way to get to know people, and it's a way to get behind something for an amazing cause. Just like I talked about in the beginning of the podcast of I used streaming and gaming as a coping mechanism when I was going through some shit. And for, you know, like you were saying, a kid in a hospital with nothing to do, you know, this makes a huge difference. Just think about how gaming has brought you solace and a, a fun time yeah so come join us from the 27th to the 29th on the emgg page let's rally together let's raise some money for them it really does take a toll on a kid that is having to live their life in a hospital bed and uh we're going to try to make it a little bit better for them I believe that's going to wrap it up for episode one don't forget to check us out on spotify apple and google podcasts and next week we might have a special guest for you we do have a guest scheduled. We'll be released and kind of teased throughout the week. And also, if you would like to be a guest on a future episode, get a hold of me or Kate. Um, we will be putting a guest list together. And don't forget, if you leave a five-star review on Apple, write a review, and we might read your review on the podcast. Yes, if you have any questions for us, funny stories, or just something you want to contribute, include that in your five-star review, and we can read it live on the podcast for the whole world to listen to. Kate, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and anywhere else at Cosmic Kate with a K. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Fahrenheit underscore. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the first episode of The Grind Season. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Keep on grinding.